Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the beginning of the letter of St. James. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, for you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance be perfect, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and he will be given it. But he should ask in faith, not doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed about by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord, since he is a man of two minds, unstable in all his ways. The brother in lowly circumstances should take pride in high standing, and the rich one in his lowliness. For he will pass away like the flower of the field. For the sun comes up with its scorching heat and dries up the grass. Its flower droops, and the beauty of its appearance vanishes. So will the rich person fade away in the midst of his pursuits. The word of the Lord. Be kind to me, Lord, and I shall live. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I hold to your promise. You are good and bountiful. Teach me your statutes. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is to me more precious than thousands of gold and silver pieces. I know, O Lord, that your ordinances are just, and in your faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let your kindness comfort me according to your promise to your servants. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Pharisees came forward and began to argue with Jesus, seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. He sighed from the depth of his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Amen, I say to you, no sign will be given to this generation. Then he left them, got into the boat again, and went off to the other shore. Gospel of the Lord. James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Moses and King David and Peter and Paul were referred to as servants of God, as messengers of divine truth who were extremely faithful to the Lord. So was the Apostle James, who refers to Christ as the Lord Jesus Christ. When Jewish scholars translated the Old Testament into Greek 200 years before Christ was born, they translated the Hebrew word Yahweh as Kyrios, Lord. That's very important to understand for those Jewish scholars were equating the word Lord with God. St. Paul used the word Lord frequently in his letters. It is an explicit expression of the divinity of Jesus Christ. So when people argue that Christians invented the idea that Jesus of Nazareth was God, not until, say, the time of the Roman emperor Constantine, who died in 337 A.D., well, those people might sell some books 
and get their television shows produced on cable TV, but they are producing fiction. The fiction sells because people so badly want it to be true. They want to believe that Christianity is a hoax. That way they can justify themselves in their return to paganism. And in their efforts to destroy Western civilization, which is Christian civilization, they propose a new order of things, a post-Christian society. But it's nothing new at all. It's just a recycled, old, bad idea. No, the evidence clearly shows that the early followers of Christ believed he was the Lord, that he was God. The early Christians also believed, unlike the pagans, that encountering various trials during our short stay on earth is a test for our faith that produces perseverance. This truly was a radical concept. It still is. The pagans and non-believers today call it foolishness and a stumbling block. We call it common sense. Nothing worthwhile comes easy. And what is more worthwhile than everlasting life with God? There is redemptive power in suffering. How could there not be? Suffering on a cross by the God-man is what opened the gates of heaven. The Lord, Jesus Christ, by his bloody passion, shone light on the riddle of suffering and death, which, apart from the gospel, overwhelms us. So, we do not have to be overwhelmed. Instead, we pick up our cross and adhere to the radical concept. St. Alphonsus writes, There is nothing more pleasing to God than to see a soul who patiently and serenely bears whatever cross it is sent. A soul who loves Jesus Christ desires to be treated the way Christ was treated, desires to be poor, despised, and humiliated. So let us please God. If we lack this kind of heavenly wisdom, let us do what St. James says to do. Ask for it in faith. The Lord is generous. He will answer so we do not end up being tossed around like a wave on the sea. We will consider it all joy when we encounter various trials, knowing it is a test to produce perseverance. Perseverance. 